Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of The Poster Men. I am here yet again with the same roundtable as last week, with to my left. Oh, I'm Ken. Hello. And across from me, Lewis. And the other guy. Hola, mi amo Latuga. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're lettuce? Whoa, 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 whoa. He is lettuce. I've been working on my Spanish, Lewis. Can you tell? No. Failed miserably. Oh, okay. My name is Tyler. (laughs) And this week we are here to discuss the movie that was brought up last week, Desperado. Ken, what is the synopsis of Desperado? Oh, Jiminy Cat. You guys asked me to get that up and I didn't. I did. Uh, It's about a guy who's who's out for revenge. And he's a guitar player played by Antonio Banderas. The second part and to Madagachi. And Lewis, this is your movie. Why am I describing this? Because you have the Because <laughs> you you're the tech guy. Boy, Vay. You have the, you the, have, laptop. Have the laptop. Yes. You have the means. You, you are the one. Oops. Who can I, only bring I, can't, I can't type. It's Come on, apparently. You are the one. Desperado. <laughs> uh, okay, so the... the what year Jiminy was it made? Cat. 1995. Uh, 95. Ooh. It's the year I was five. It's the year I was five. <laughs> um, Supposedly the year you were A five. gunslinger is embroiled in a war with a local drug runner. That's... That's a very vague synopsis. <laughs> That's the very vague synopsis provided by the IMDB. <laughs> yeah. wow. Uh, wow. Antonio Banderas is that desperado. All right. Hang on, if we go down a little bit. Okay, storyline. Director Robert Rodriguez picks up where his successful independent debut, El Mariachi, left off with his slam-bang south-of-the-border action saga. Uh, Yeah, it's about a wealthy, bloodthirsty drug kingpin who rules the seedy Mexican border town. Uh... And he makes the... Who makes the mistake of angering El Mariachi, played by Antonio Banderas. Uh, a former musician who's who now carries an arsenal in his guitar case. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many, there's lots of spoilers in this storyline synopsis well, thing. There's too much. Just, you know, I mean, I think we gave, I think the first yeah, part good. of it. We yeah, got enough. Okay, so, it. so so let's start it off. What do you guys think about the movie? I thought overall it was a lot of fun. It was it was like no going into no context at all because I'd never seen any of the any of the three movies that it's based on. Mm-hmm. It's it was fun. It was interesting. It was very bang bang shoot 'em up kind of action movie. A very typical and like don't forget movie. the the the, uh, the 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 chin intimacy. We didn't Lots get of, there yet. That, 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 that's the. Next I'm just question. saying. We didn't get there. I'm yet. just saying you can't forget it. Can't forget that. It's just. It's very. It's very random action movie that Robert Rodriguez makes. If by watching it, you definitely go, "Oh, this is a Robert Rodriguez action movie," because it's entirely like Planet Terror, one of his other action movies I've watched. Oh, I which love is very Terror. random and actiony, and yeah. it's a very nonsensical story with like, "Oh, how are these people still alive and these people are dead?" sort of thing. It's very. It is definitely Robert Rodriguez movie. That's the best way to put it. That's a good way to put it. What about you, Ken? How do you feel about this movie? Or what do you think about the movie? Uh, it was fine. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yes. No. Was it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. Uh, it was. It was a very serviceable, bang bang shoot 'em up action movie starring a random cavalcade of people who, most of them died quickly. Special shout out shout out to Steve Buscemi who Played. was excellent in this movie. I'm Just gonna ask the excellent. random question that everyone's asking. What was Steve Buscemi? He was he played Buscemi. Yeah, he was Buscemi. But what? He, but how did he like know the mariachi? Well, he was the, he, he was the mariachi's best friend. Well, yeah, but why was he like well, going along okay, with okay, it? Okay, well the thing is though, it's like maybe I I I haven't seen the mariachi, but I assume that he was probably in the first movie. Like he's probably he was a character movie. that okay. came. You know what I mean? To connect both the movies. Because uh, I assume that the mariachi somehow became friends with Buscemi. I thought you said first movie there was like no name people. It yeah, was, but it's but it might be a different character. But I'm saying like as as like a character in the in the show, like in the movie, you know, in that world, as like to come over because the mariachi is still the mariachi. You know what I mean? Like Antonio, but like Antonio Banderas wasn't in the mariachi, but he played the character of the mariachi who was in the. Uh, you get what I'm saying? So you're saying like, that. 
in the first movie, there's a character called Buscemi who's well, not played by Steve Buscemi. Yes, or there could be a character that is supposed to be the Steve Buscemi-like the, character, yes. like the friend. Okay. Is there the friend? I, I get what you're going with. This. I understand it. Yeah. So, what about you, Tyler? What did you think of the movie? Um. So there's some awesome things I like about the movie. Uh, very sexy Antonio Banderas, hot chick. There's gunfights. There's titties. There's wonderful everything you want in an action movie. There was. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> going right on the poster. <laughs> I, 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 agree. I agree. I feel like if we were to review that movie back in '95, it would that movie would have won the Oscar. Oh. The way you just described it, I think appealed to every everybody. What, back what in more the could you want in an action movie? You're things right. blow up, people die, I mean, crazy gunfights. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I think that's what made the movie so great. I mean, I love the fact that like I don't think they knew what bullet counts were. I, you know what I mean? I don't I, think they do the idea of how guns work. Yeah, do you mean I, I have to reload this gun? <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the the what is it the sawed off shotgun the double barrel shotgun mm-hmm. that could never needed to be reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> how yeah, many we... times did Selma Hayek shoot that gun? Also, clearly, like doesn't even know how to hold a gun. You know, I feel like she could have shot herself many a times. Or the rocket guitar cases that oh, just oh, that infinite favorite. amount of rockets. The rocket or the machine guns. Yeah, I mean, because those weren't small rockets. It's not like they were like in there and like, oh, okay, this kind of makes sense. Every like time it just shook the case, then a rocket went into place and they launched yeah. it. I don't know why that guy didn't become a scientist. He could have made so much money selling that type of hardware. And all of them could have made money selling like any of except, like the engineering the equipment. No, he made a very good suitcase gun holder thing. Uh, really? Because Selma Hayek found it out like the moment she Everybody opened it. Everybody found it out because it, it, cause well, it opens it, up for like a say, second. It seemed and like then it was it on a timer. Really yeah. Uh, yeah. You know which gun I really want? I wanted them to really, you know, emphasize and really look at the, the crotch gun thing. You know? <laughs> Really that, that, well, there was the crotch gun. I forgot about that. Where, where he's like, it's, it's it's saved me many times, and I want to know when. Maybe it will come back in the second movie. Maybe it's in El Mariachi. Maybe you need maybe to maybe you need one. to watch oh, El Mariachi. Like, like Buscemi. I, I will say this. I, I I thought the movie was great. I think it was a great like '90s film. Um, I love the cast, and uh, you know, I, I would say that my favorite character was uh, Bucho's henchman. The one, the guy who didn't know anything. Who was the 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 ten gallon hat guy with the glasses and the moustache? Yes, that guy who didn't know the phone number at all. Who who just you know in a sense didn't do his job at all. And and, you know yeah. Oh, well, my my favorite was Bucho just like not knowing anything. He's like, "What's the number to my car? My gun? My car?" I'm like, "Well, first off, it's your car, so I should really know that number anyway." Very true. Very true. I feel like Bucho's not a very good drug dealer at all. Bucho's a terrible drug dealer. Yeah, because they killed the assassin that was like there to kill El Mariachi (laughs) (laughs) by Danny Trejo, and they're like, "We're your winners." (laughs) Oh yeah, very bad at his job. My 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 favorite is also uh, you know the the length of how this movie came to happen. You know what I mean? Like, was it a span of three days that it happened in total, or was it just two days? Because you know, it seems to me that Antonio Banderas he loves hard. You know what I mean? He doesn't need he doesn't need to get to know a woman. You know, he doesn't need a you know, a couple months to fall in love. All he needs is is three hours, you know, a hardcore sex scene with a lot of candles. With a lot of chin kissing a lot of chin kissing and sucking, a lot of really random nipple scenes. You yeah. know what I mean? And a lot of fire. And Ooh, fire's yeah. good. And candles. Yeah. I, I wanna know yeah. yeah. Very very much so. Candles are very romantic. I want to go back to Bucho for a second and how he just randomly knew that it was like, oh, he's at the bookstore. Oh, yes. I was like, he's just there. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, he's at the bookstore. And I'm like, you didn't know that 10 minutes ago? Or did you just process that right then and there? Well, I think you were right before. I think you had the right theory. I think he had that girl. Just dry humping him. <laughs> I totally and then, remember. Yeah, and then, but yeah, basically. You know what yeah, I mean? So there like, was a sex scene followed up by a... By another... Uh, uh, it was, a it, dry it, hump it, scene. It was a rated <laughs> R sex scene followed by a PG-13 sex scene. You know what I mean? That is a very good way to put it. Yeah. R-rated sex scene. <laughs> that is a very good way to put and it. That, and that way, he was just so angry that it wasn't rated R. And he was like, damn it, the mariachi is in the library right now. He was unpleased enough with that sex scene that he's just like, we're moving the plot forward. He's in the library. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I, it just made, it just was really quick and it made like, 
no sense. It's like his logical thought process is like, oh, he's at the library. It's not like he looked at the book and it was like, hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess he could have been, I guess he could have thought of it as, you know, well, Selma Hayek, you know, she's, you know, she always puts out when I'm there. Why wasn't she putting Why out Why did this time she yeah. ignore me? Why, yeah, and then, you know, basically that point. Because, I, I mean, honestly, if I was him, I would have been suspicious the moment she wouldn't have kissed me. Man. You know what I mean? She didn't no, give me chin sex today. I That's not right. I would have been suspicious as soon as the register was on the floor and been like, oh, that giant register just fell off your kid, your, your desk. Very well, true. she did say she was trying to move it. Yeah. yeah. Made some lousy excuse that dropped this giant register on the floor conveniently when you walked in the door. But but also, <sighs> I apologize. Are you already? No, no, no. It's nap no, time. No, but I mean, it, th- this movie was ridiculous because I feel like the mariachi had, there were plenty of opportune times for him to die. I mean, that even that scene in the library where like they were hiding across the street in the roof if Vucho would have just turned around or any of the henchmen would have looked up, I feel like the mariachi would have been dead. No, the best part about the mariachi is he should have died many times over, but that's like in any action movie. But he like was throwing like seven knives in him, and then Steve Buscemi gets like two knives in the chest, yeah. and he's dead. But yet the mariachi gets like 18 knives no, and like him. No, three. Three. No, it was four. No, I thought he took like two to the chest, and then that was it. No, no, no. no. Steve, no, Steve Buscemi took two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Buscemi died. But he ended up with quick. like knives, like in his front, the mariachi, and in his arms, and no. in his back. Yeah, he yeah, got, he had one in the shoulder, yeah. one in his forearm, yeah, and one in his back. back. Not that that he had two was it. Back. No, I thought he had two on his back. I thought he had two on his back. I thought he had fifty. It certainly seemed okay, like he had it, an awful lot of but knives. It was just, it was, but they, they were like shoulder, not like. Backpack, but still, like I mean, that's a lot of blood uh, and knives. Yeah, well, yeah. And plus, he already had the wombs from like yeah, previously. Yeah, he was already. He is an action hero. Okay. Action heroes don't die. If caveman hunter boys can fix their own leg and then run across country for two hours, yeah, but they, how does every that? podcast lead back to Alpha? But an Alpha, <laughs> if like, that can happen, like then Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Can shake off some, some flimsy knives, throwing knife wounds. Come on, throwing. Yeah, honestly, knives. If, if I was a scientist, I would take part of. I would want a, like a piece of Antonio Banderas's blood just to see. He, the, he the lost a lot of blood. That's he did. what I'm he, saying. He should have died. Yeah. He, he should have died a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I was that surprised is... at the scene where he where he followed the boy and he. Was like trying to see about the guitar, and he was clearly dragging blood all the way. Mm-hmm. And then what? He has that standoff with the guy, and then he goes back to Salma Hayek, and he's like, "How long have you been selling drugs for Bucho? Perfectly fine." Yeah, he's like, "I got." And then he has energy to even lift like Salma yeah. Hayek and be yeah. like, "Personally, I mean, I think I would like if I if I got shot and stabbed as much as he did. The moment I would have an erection, I would be dead because there. You know what I mean? That, that, that's yeah, that's a loss of a lot of blood. Lewis, I have two words for you. Basically, three words for you. 90s action hero. Checkmate. Yep. They don't lose... Erections? That, too. They don't lose Period. blood as fast as they produce it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's... I just think uh, 90s action heroes always win. Yeah. They don't die. A, they get sometimes that. get hurt. I will say this. I think all of them went to Stormtrooper school because they all had... Oh, everybody horrible, had terrible weed. Horrible. Except for the mariachi, who no, was like, I'm awesome. You know, no, no, the mariachi still had some pretty yeah, shitty Yeah, but he weed. got, but he got to hit a bunch of people. Yeah, but at the same still. time, but you know what I mean? Like, how many bullets could he have saved? Like, he, he, like, you remember that well, one he scene? wasted like, a lot of bullets. Oh, oh, yeah, it took oh, yeah. a clip well, in well, each well, guy. Well, what about, but what about the, like, he literally shot people after they were already dead. Like, you remember that one scene where in the library when the library is burning and he shoots that guy going down the steps in the hallway and then he shoots him three more times as he's going up. Well, if that guy's not already he didn't even have a gun we got- well we made the comments a couple times during that movie where he would like especially early on when he was actually like running out of bolts and having to reload and stuff how he would just like he would shoot a guy and empty both guns into him he just waste clips into one guy yeah like, so why? like he's dead exactly <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah i mean that and like the fact that like it seems to me like in his world you know like people important to the storyline speak English, <laughs> and then everybody else speaks Spanish. Uh, it, was, it was such a weird movie. It, it was so uh, 
it's 90s action. It's yeah. a lot of fun, and it doesn't make sense. So. Yeah, but I mean, also, the fact that Antonio Banderas kept a nice, you know, like, stubble, you know, of like... Constant 5 o'clock shadow. Yeah, con- you know what I mean? It was it was perfect. I was jealous. I, I, I was too, you know, you know? Like, I would think that, you know, after how many days he's been shot or he's been doing whatever he had to do, you know, he would have some more facial hair. Like, when did he have the time to, to you know, shave? Apparently. Maybe maybe Selma did it for him while yeah. he while after she stitched him he she shaved him. Yep. Oh yeah, I do love how Selma Hyde does go. You don't want to go to the doctors here for this for for your bullet wounds, but we'll send the little boy to the doctors. <laughs> send the little boy for yeah. the bullet wounds. I assume the reason she didn't send the, the you know Antonio Banderas to to the hospital is because of the hospital only they only knew how to speak Spanish. <laughs> they were determined. She was she didn't have her books anymore to look at. That's what I believe happened there. Is because she had a book out being like, okay, this is how you remove a bullet, and here we go. She didn't have the book anymore. She's like, I am not confident in saving this child without books. Well, I, I think that also you could maybe make the argument that because the child was a child, he could go to the hospital. But because Antonio Banderas was an adult, and also because he was there on a mission of vengeance, and the bad guys were looking for him. Sending him uh, to the hospital, where realistically Bucho has people on the take yeah. to call him as soon as anybody suspicious shows up, yeah. and says, "Hey guys, I think he's here." But yeah, then he but, still showed up. Yeah, but, but also, yeah, he did show up for the kid. You know what I mean? So he he could have he could have yeah, but he him. showed up as a good Samaritan, not as a bullet wound victim. Bucho said, "I quote," he said, "Shoot anybody." That looks suspicious. Right. Or that you don't know right. who they are. That's if one of the henchmen was there at the hospital waiting. But they also failed to do that successfully 100%. Oh, yeah. They did. That's why That's why I kept yelling at them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just a horrible plan to go with. You don't know this person? Oh, they have a, they have a guitar or a camera? Boom. Like, especially because he says that he doesn't want to draw, like, attention, but yet is, like, literally wanting to kill as many innocent people. Well, I think that changed as the movie progressed, because he stopped bringing up, don't make any, like, don't be subtle, just kill everybody. So it's a bad week to be a tourist there, be, like, going to visit, like, the ruins, and, like, oh, look. Yeah, because, although I guess there were those, like, college kids or whatever that tried to go to the bar that was strewn with, that was was strewn about with. What did he say? He's like, can't you see we're closed? They look at all the dead bodies in there. And he just goes, can't you see we're closed? I'm like, yep, that's not suspicious. Not any drug dealer would have been like, oh, we should really shoot them because yeah. they saw the dead bodies. Yeah. And oh. the mopping. All the mopping failed miserably. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're horrible at cleaning. Oh, Seriously. You know, Hispanic people are known to be great janitors and housekeepers, okay? That, that is a fact. I am Hispanic, and I can say that. Okay? <laughs> right? Look, look. All right? Ahead, I plead sorry. the fifth. But, but these guys, when it came... To cleaning that bar did a horrible job oh this water soaked in blood yeah let me just keep dipping it in and keep and just spread it. the blood around yeah horrible oh we have a new red floor yeah oh my the goodness. floor was already red guys was it in the bar yeah. yes maybe, it was a red maybe, it was like yes. a red it reddish like tile it was, yeah it was like a brick color yeah but still like you, you i feel like you could still you know what i mean like even if i don't think they red... cared about the hygiene of the bar when the guy was serving with dirty glasses yeah so that's true, but like you're not like, I guess if I guess if he had you know even the police on his payroll, still you know what I mean like, he should just burned it down for the insurance money. Yeah, why 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 would you keep it there just in case like, God forbid that you know like, some like it's more it's valuable as a as a front for laundering money. Yeah, but can he make more money? But now you know that it's a known place that you is like owned by you. Yeah. So like the mariachi would just come back and kill more people that he has. So why not burn it down? Find a new place that the mariachi doesn't know. Also, yeah. because any bar that this that, that opens in this town, which the bad guy owns, is going to be suspect. Keep it in the bookstore. I do, I do have a question. I do have a question, and it is a spoiler alert. Everything okay. we just said was a spoiler. But wouldn't you think that Steve Buscemi would have already gotten a picture, or wouldn't you think they would have gotten a, like a recon or something to know who Bucho is? You know what I'm saying? Like 
No, that's the thing. Like, nobody knows who Bucho is. Bucho is a myth. Yeah, that's what they... Bucho was the myth in the beginning, and then Bucho became a real thing. It's like the mariachi. Mariachi was a myth. Bucho was a myth. So that's why they were hunting, like, they were hunting ghosts the entire time. Both people were hunting different ghosts. I guess. I guess. I mean, my favorite at the end was just, like, you know, when they find out that, you know, it's his brother, and he's like, all right. That part just didn't... If I knew she was your lady, uh, I would have treated it differently. Yeah. It's a bunch of it's a it's very random at the end. Oh, it is. And you're like okay, and then he's just, it just doesn't really pan out to like. What anything. was what was the director's name again? Robert Rodriguez. Ro- clearly, Robert Rodriguez didn't have a way out on how the mariachi was gonna get out of that that the the final fight with Bucho. That he was just like, all right, I'm just gonna have a scene where Antonio Banderas shoots Bucho, cuts to white, they're in the hospital for this little boy. Like, I would have loved to see what, you know what I mean? Because he already made it over the top. I could have believed that, you know, like Antonio Banderas shot him so bad that these guys all just were like, oh my goodness, this guy's super badass, let's just run away. Or like he kicked up like his case and all these guns came That or, or if he like kicked up the sand and like a giant dust storm went in and then he just, him and Selahai just went and shot, shot everybody. everybody. Yeah. It, 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 it is interesting as to why he didn't show what happened there. Yeah. Maybe his maybe he literally ran out of budget or something. What happens if yeah, well I was gonna say, you know, he left it for a secret for like, you know you know, Desperado three. It did, isn't that isn't that once upon a time in Mexico? Yeah, but I mean like if like like I, I was gonna say if he did, but then like Bucho doesn't exist in, now. You know what I mean? Like as if like they left it open and like, you know, like he just shot him but he never killed him. And it was but I I've seen I've seen Desperado so three and Desperado like... and well, once upon a time in Mexico is not about so it's like Dark Man Two, where the bad guy somehow is still alive, or Dark Man Three, Dark yeah. Man Three, yeah, something like that. So, do you have anything to say, Doctor Nipple? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of shaking his head. Um, so, what what do you guys want to rate this movie as? Oh. Um, I give it three robot punches out of five. <clears throat> 2.75 robot punches. Um, because of what it was, uh, 90s action movie um, in the 90s would have been amazing. It probably would have been a four robot punches, but today it, it, it downgrades to two and a half. Wow. You guys are crazy. I, I put it right in the middle. Really? Oh, wow. I gave it five out of five mariachis. Right. <laughs> wow. Five Antonio Banderas's. Five Antonio Banderas's. Well, guess what, everybody? One Antonio ba- or five Antonio Banderas's are one robot punch. So, unfortunately, Lewis just rated it one robot punch. Oh, oh, that's how it is. All right, then I give it fifty Antonio Banderas. Oh, that only equals a half a robot punch. That I'm sorry. It wow. starts. It starts to subtract from there. The more you, the more <laughs> the more you add, to the, it. the less value it has. Yes. No, if it came out, oh, of it's robot, inflation. I if see. I, if I gave it out of robot punches, Desperado would definitely be a seven out of five. Seven out of five. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, it reached off the scale. Yes. That's terrific. It You're was not a lot. Of, it was. All, a, I'm not biased. It, it was, was just, a lot of fun. Like I, I think you know, I think just for the the fact that it's just an action movie, like. The, the acting, ah, you know what I mean? But it doesn't need acting. It's a it, 90s action yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, just for it being a 90s action movie, I just thought it, you know what I mean? I think it really lives up to what a 90s action movie was. You know what I mean? People didn't go there for, you know, for, like, a storyline or, you know, any of it. They just no, they came to see people. The they literally came in there for the sex and for the murder. Or they came because see, it was a sequel. But, but, but also, yeah, but also, but also, they came for the mariachi. I mean... The beginning song is such a good song. That is good. That was a good sequence. Now, as, when you as you were as you were talking, I was like, "Oh wait, it did have that really cool musical number at the beginning." Yeah, yeah. Um, I as as is well documented here on this podcast, I have a soft spot for '90s B action movies. Yeah. Um. Yes. This movie, though, I think perhaps because it's lower budget or whatever it is, like the the. Action is, and maybe it's because we, you know, we, we just have the crazy, I'm going to empty a clip into everything, and accuracy is contextual and 
is only you know, what is physics? <laughs> uh, like like accuracy only matters. Throwing my bullets when it matters and when it doesn't matter. Nobody can hit anything at all ever. Or people hear things when they want to hear them. Like so I feel like upstairs. That for me anyway is a detractor. Like I want a certain amount of consistency. I want like if if I mean yeah I understand it's a it's a it's a action movie so the good guy's always going to win. You know, Goldeneye is a kind of a good example of this where every time James Bond shoots something, he's dead aiming every he's dead hitting everything and there's a half dozen guys with fully automatic weapons emptying clips. That's every James Bond movie. At the at the catwalk. Yeah, but not all James Bond mm. movies came out in the 90s. But see, uh, there was something more consistent about Desperado that you forgot. And those were Antonio Banderas' faces every time he shot a gun. Oh my god. <laughs> but I thought we said that acting doesn't matter. <laughs> that was, uh, those are some of the best faces I've ever but, seen in an action movie. I don't know I'm just was, saying, I don't know if, if acting. acting doesn't matter, facial expression is part of acting. Oh, but I mean, those facial expressions were good, weren't they? They were fine, yes. They were amazing. But they were not enough to elevate this movie above a 2.75 robot punches. Mm. Okay. Alright, I'm sorry, buddy. We, we, we destroyed your I feel like movie. if I needed to... I feel like I need to watch the first one and the, and the third one, and maybe it might elevate the second one with yeah. more story context. Well, see, see I, the thing is, it's like, yeah, I don't even think you really need to watch the first one. If anything, just watch the third one. Because I've seen clips of El Mariachi, and it's just not... Like, yeah, you're right. If you watch the first one, like, the second one clearly blows it out of the water. You know what I mean? So, like... It's like, uh, my... I feel like this movie set is probably similar to the Evil Dead movie set. Mm -hmm. Where the first one is a very cult classic, sort of low-budget horror film. Yeah. And then it has evolved into something different from there, where Evil Dead 2 is more a horror comedy film. Yeah. And then you get Army of Darkness, which is pretty much just a horror action comedy. Yeah. So you just... So it evolves into something different than it was meant to be, whereas maybe El Mariachi was meant to be something more serious. Yeah. And then Desperado takes it that to that step mm. where you're like, okay, this is serious with somewhat comedy-ish things, and it's still like a very crazy action movie, and then you watch the next one, and maybe that will find its place where all of them kind of fit together. I agree, and I think with that, I think we all can agree unanimously that we gave it 4.5 robot punches out of 5. <laughs> I gave it 3. All right, so. and on to the next subject. <laughs> All right, what's up next, Ken? I don't know. What is up next? Why are you asking me? Because you came up with the, the topic. Oh, so the, topics my, the, the topic for this week, as I sprung on you guys earlier this afternoon. Last uh, minute. Very last minute. I apologize, guys. Uh, what is uh, superhero fatigue. So, for people that aren't necessarily familiar with the, the term superhero fatigue, it's the idea that with all of this superhero content that is available right now, especially in movies and TV, uh, is there too much? Is there going to be too much? How much longer can this all last before we are just sick and tired of all of these superhero movies? Uh, oh. Think sort of like westerns in the in the the, the the 60s and 70s. You know, the spaghetti westerns and all that stuff. It, you know, like... Westerns had been a staple of the cinematic uh, That's landscape they were cheap for they a landscape. long, long time, but eventually we got sick of them, or people got sick of making them. I'm not sure which happened first, but they went away for a while and are really and really haven't come back. Like every once in a while, you get a good western, but mm. but by and large, I, we you know, like I, westerns are a, are a very small genre of movie right I now. I think personally, I'm I'm getting tired of all the superhero shows that keep coming out. And, you know, like, movies not so bad, but I think, I think this genre is going to go on for a while. I mean, like, as long as, you know, it's going to, I don't think it's going to die. I don't, I don't think, I, I feel like maybe it's going to be big for the next, like, 25 years. I really, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a really, really big genre, and I think the fact that, you know, they can do superheroes that people don't normally know who they are, you know what I mean, can make you, like, for example, like, I don't think people even knew who Star-Lord was, you know, who, no, no, the no, of the gas, a... you know what I mean, and, and the fact that you could do that with Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther are good picks yeah. that you can even be like, these are good examples of movies that 
they didn't predict it or that people that would do any money at all. Yeah. They made an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. That's... And people they made a sequel to an Ant-Man movie. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think I think that, like, the superhero fatigue, it's not going to happen, like, in, in, the, in the entertainment business just because they have so many heroes to, to pick from. Not only that, but, like, if they really wanted to, they could just reboot it and people would still go watch it, you know? I think on a personal level, yeah, it does get tiring to see that. Oh wow, there's you know, you know there's a there's you know a new season of you know the shows on Netflix. You know, like the Punisher or Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist. The Iron Fist season two came out this week to precisely zero fanfare. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think people were even excited about that, or just you know seeing Inhumans. You know, like to me, like. I saw an episode and I was like, "This looks." That was that was poor execution. That was was bad execution, like Iron Fist. It's just. But what I'm saying is, like, on a personal scale, like, I just get tired of like, like the reason I like the movies is because the movies, you know what I mean? They're they're in advance and they, you know, it'll come out. You know, you'll know that it'll come out this time and they'll be in theaters for this long and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to. I have to like know that next year they're gonna do like a whole season and then you know revamp. Well, they're digestible. You go you go for one time possibly for two hours. Yeah. And then they're done. Exactly. Or if you don't want to deal with it again. Yeah. If you really, but they're, they're like the like the shows. They I do agree. There's a lot of them. There is. But they but there's some that have lowered in content that have made that they've gotten worse as seasons yeah. progressed. But I mean, like Arrow is a good example as to there's really, really good seasons of Arrow, but yeah. there are really, really bad seasons of Arrow. Yeah. Whereas the flash is pretty consistently pretty good. Yeah. And then you get like, what about agents of shield? And then, then they do like a spinoff where like they were in like the fifties. Agent, agent Carter's is great. Agent Carter is much better than agents of shield. Well, I will talk that one up any day. Of the agent week. Carter was more a spinoff from, Captain America: First Avenger than it was a spinoff yeah. of Agents of Shield. But if yeah, but Agents of Shield is a very good example of as a show that Marvel doesn't know how to execute TV. Warner Brothers knows how to execute TV. Marvel doesn't know how to do TV cartoons, no. and video games. They know how to do their movies. They're really yeah. good at their movies. They're not good at a lot of other things. Yeah, like Marvel's TV shows all fail because they're badly written the defenders rushed. would beg to differ well any the some of the netflix shows are 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 arguments it's yeah, like I, mean, I can agree with you Jessica that the netflix Jones shows are different okay. because you are free range to do what you want because they're net because netflix, netflix. so you can do whatever you want on netflix you can be as violent as you want you can say whatever you want you can be as free and you can get people in and some people might not even watch it but they still put it on the background and Whereas, like, the TV shows, you have to turn onto a channel. You have to know that it's there. I have Hulu, man. Yeah. I have DVR, man. I don't have to. I don't know, there's no such thing as appointment television anymore. Yeah, well, but, I not just for, but not for set everybody. set the DVR to record all of it. Or I wait and watch but all of it the on content Netflix. Is more the content's more drier because it's on your yeah. basic television, like, in humans. Yeah, because... Like, for, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think if you go for... Like, if you have a Marvel show on Netflix... In a sense, they don't have to really worry about like who they like. They can they can literally make a pretty gritty show where they you know where they can show some nipple or, or talk crazy, and they don't have to worry about like losing viewers or anybody like that because it's a Netflix show. In a sense, it's a premium show, just like you're watching it on HBO or you know or on Showtime. Unlike you know uh, uh, Agents of Shield, where it's on ABC, where you have to keep it kind of kosher and you have to stay in these and like in a sort of like parameters to make sure that that show can stay and works for for that TV. You know what I mean? Like, it... No, I understand that. I'm just saying, Elijah's statement of Marvel doesn't know how to do TV, the Netflix shows don't bear that out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, I mean, well, what about Iron Fist? I think Iron Fist is a horrible show. I... Okay, so one out of four was bad. I mean, I... I personally, personally, for me, I think I don't care much for any of the... I, I don't either. To be full disclosure, I don't watch any of the superhero TV stuff. Uh, I, I watched the first season of Arrow, and that was fine. And then Elijah here gushed about the second season of Arrow. I, really I started <laughs> watching the second season of Arrow, yeah. and I got bored. I really like season two of Arrow. Um, and, and that's, you know, and at that point, I just sort of realized that I, I think I like my comic book heroes in comic books. 
and in some video games. Yeah. And I like the movies, but having to watch, having to tune in every oh, yeah. every week for an hour is just not like yeah. I don't like and that. Then, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think that's I think that's what it is. I think like like. If it sticks with just in the movie aspects, you know what I mean, and the cinemas, like I think it'll be it'll do great because you have you have a chance to appeal to diehard fans who who will watch whatever movie, and you know you can build new fans from the movies. But I think the shows genres, like just building the shows, I you know eventually it's gonna it's gonna go dying thing. Same thing with uh, like you know we the, the vampire series and and the zombie series. I mean, I feel like right now. We're getting to the point where, like, you know, people are, are in a sense, almost over with The Walking Dead. Like, I, well, I, from I, what I hear, well, that's because... The Walking because... Dead, the content on the show has been bad. Yeah, but, but you know, but, like, in general, just the, zo- just the zombie thing where, like, now it's going on to, like, where, you know, they're doing these spinoffs where, like, it's, like, I, Zombie, where it's, like, a zombie detective, you know what I well, mean? Well, that was, that was, that's a book, that's a comic book. Yeah, but, but, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm saying, like, it's, I think it's, like, getting, like, watered down to the point where, like, they're just kind of grabbing at whatever they can for the time being before like the show same thing with like i thought about like the the vampires you know what i mean you know we had we had true blood which i believe you know brought the vampire series back and then you had twilight <coughs> buffy and, and then oh, buffy oh yeah buffy was good oh, Buff, yeah. buffy the vampire series was pretty dope but then you know for but then once buffy ended there was there was that there was a gap that, there was a huge gap yep. in the early 2000s where like there was, you know what I mean. There yeah. was nothing. And Supernatural they, was running. And Supernatural they, started in that and they window. Did, and, but... remember, and, and I remember they did Angel for a while. Angel came through, and then you know that died off. But then you know, for me, like what really brought back the vampire series was you know True Blood. True Blood. People yep. were all about it, and then then they became with like you know Twilight, and then they did that well, vampire, Twilight and True Blood were around yeah, the same yeah, time, and then they did you know Vampire Diaries and all that, and then you know. It started, you know, and it just like, just like it, it did. It well, yeah, everything. Way. There's a fans for everything. Yeah, and, but and then like I said, like it, it ended. The only thing I'm saying with with the superhero thing is that I think movie wise, it'll it won't stop. But I think like show wise, people are gonna get tired of it. I, I have to agree with Lewis. Um, like it's it's to the point where it's it's kind of like too much, too much of a good thing. So. Eventually, like Lewis said, people are going to just stop watching them because they're going to find something else they want to watch on TV. It's more exciting to to anticipate the release of a movie than it is to, all right, next week my show comes out. All right, next week the next episode. Yeah. I mean, comics themselves have been around for, for how long? I feel like. Since, uh, since the, well, in a, in a, in a, in a significant <laughs> way since the 30s. Yeah. Yeah, Superman. So, like, and Superman dates back 30s. to the '30s. Superman and Batman date back to the '30s. I mean, so you know, comics have sustained themselves on their own. Um, but they've been dragging by, and it's not like the thing with the comic book shows is they don't influence the sales of books as much as they want it to. Correct. Like they want people to go buy the books because of the movies. That's why there's a title called Captain America: Civil War because there's a book called that. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it still holds people's interest. So the movies, I feel, are going to last a lot longer than the TV shows because, you know... Well, yeah, the movies are going to last a lot longer than the shows because they're they're more consistent. Like, the Marvel movies as a whole are pretty consistently good. Like, I can't... Like, if I could sit here, yeah, we could pick things from each Marvel movie that they have their flaws. But as a whole, they're not bad. If you you can go to the DC movies and there's only one that's really, really good and the rest are kind of... Me- mediocre at best yeah yeah I was, but, but like the older dc movies are people like yeah they're good too they you can argue with people that the dark knight trilogy is one of the better movie series ever yeah but there are people that can argue that the iron man series is better than that yeah but they'll hold better because of time and age and they'll age better than anything else in the media yeah because the tv shows like even the netflix shows are everyone gets hyped up for them because you can digest the entire series in one day yeah. You don't have to wait for episode to episode to episode and hope that it gets better with each episode, which it never does. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, and that's the thing. Like the nice thing about like a movie is that you don't have to worry about filler episodes or filler bullshit that you have to really, you know, worry about the shows. Like in the show, you know what I mean? Like that's why I stopped watching Daredevil. Like I just wanted to see action, and then like there was you know four episodes of like character development that I could care less about. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I that and also the hardest part I find about shows is that like. You always kind of know their formula, you know what I mean? It's like, 
oh, they're going to be in trouble. What's going to happen in the next episode? Do they really, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know. Well, there's also a ton of shows out there. Yeah. Whereas, like, your movies currently in this, like, now. Yeah. Have all been sequels, reboot, remake. Yeah. Where, like, you, if you don't like the first one a lot, you're not going to go watch the second one. Or you're not going to go out and seek one yeah. of these things. Like, the shows, you have your choices. If you don't really like that show, you stop watching it. Yeah. Then you can go to, like, Game of Thrones, or you can go to the Practical Jokers, you can go to Big Little Lies, you can go to Parenthood, yeah. you can go to anything. There's, like, there's so many options as to, like, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, yeah. regular cable, anything where there's all this content out there. There's so much content on TV that you can just change that, whereas, like, the movie content, you are stuck with what you kind of have in theaters at that time, mm -hmm. and... You pick from there yeah. as you go. Like, there are more options in TV than there are yeah. in the cinemas. Yeah, and I think like in cinemas currently, yeah. especially because, like right now, there's a there's a rated R action movie that just got released and a rated R horror movie. Yeah. You don't like either of those things, or if you're a 13 year old kid, yeah, you can't watch those. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, not like you know, you know, they say having too many options is kind of it's kind of a bad thing because. It's both good and bad because you can't watch everything. Yeah. So then, how do you? So then, so then, what do you think? So like, then you what, pick. So then, do you, like, I feel that there is a like. I feel like there's like if you look at the box office total for the summer, the only thing keeping the summer alive was superhero movies. Like even of, in the top ten, five of them from the for this for 2018 are superhero movies of of the year. Yeah, 2018 worldwide grosses. Four of the top five highest grossing movies are. At least tangentially superhero movies, if you include Incredibles 2, which is absolutely a superhero movie. It's not based on a pre-existing comic book, yeah. but it is a superhero movie. And even in, you know? and even in like just our domestic, it's there's still five. It's Black Panther, Infinity War, Incredibles 2, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And it's like they're like, it just seems like those are the movies that are still making the money, making back their budget making it so that these movies have longevity. Yeah. There's there's literally an Ant-Man movie in the top yeah. ten. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, so my final thought is that I think, you know, fatigueness-wise, I think I'm just tired of the shows, but I could I could watch the movies for the next, like, forever. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with the shows is that most of them are the same. So you're going to pick one over the other, and you'll like one, yeah. and then you'll stick with maybe that one, yeah. and then none of the other ones so and i guess it's so like i really like flash i watch flash yeah i don't care about arrow i don't care about supergirl yeah legends of tomorrow is hit or miss so i don't necessarily go out of my way to watch that or i'll, I'll watch it on hulu when it's all out and i can skip through yeah. episodes that are bad yeah you can watch it like like you wait for netflix whereas i, I will show up after for... that put them on there yeah so what about you ken what's your um i am already not super actively consuming the TV content as we as I said earlier um I I don't think that I don't I think that the I mean the, the a lot, when we when we talked about this earlier or I should say when I was thinking about this earlier until we were we were talking yeah until I I brought this up to you guys earlier uh and Elijah threw out the the box office numbers I I didn't realize and, and now as I sit here looking at them I didn't realize that you know, superheroes are still a a huge Ant Man. Ant Man made more than a Star Wars movie this year. That's insane. It's it's well, it's uh, and it, but mean, it's solo. It's but Marvel it's Marvel is doing yeah. better than uh, Marvel is doing better yeah, for I mean, itself like, than like, Disney is yeah, doing but, for Star Wars. Who would have ever thought? You know what I mean? Like who would have ever thought that? You know, Ant Man would do better. You know what I mean? Just in in, in a general aspect of like yeah. Yeah, well, I, I feel my personal feeling is Ant Man being higher on the list than Solo is more a negative reflection of Solo than it is a positive reflection on Ant Man. Yeah, that's that's very true. But it's you it know I think if Solo had been decent, it would be up here. It'd be three or four on this list. It would not be fourteen. Yeah. On the you know, like I said, I'm looking at the the 2018 worldwide box yeah. office numbers right now. But that's what I, I'm like, that's what I, I'm I think, referencing. I think like, what Elijah said before, it's like we already, in a sense, know the story of Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like, what's so, you know, it's so hard to, to put him in a situation where it's like, is he gonna live? Is he gonna die at the end of the episode? 
you already know that he does. It's it's, it's definitely it's definitely a it's definitely a, like a, it's a problem with Disney and Star Wars and how they're managing it. That's that's what it's comes yeah. And down like to. I said, that's what I'm driving. Like I said, yeah. I, like I said earlier, you know, I think that that Marvel is doing better for itself in Marvel Studios than Disney is doing for Star Wars. Because Marvel just is doing. <clears throat> You know, well, better with the superhero characters than anybody else, right? Because Marvel has a vested interest in the success of its of its stuff. I mean, and yeah, Disney has a vested interest in the success of Star Wars for sure. They own Star Wars; they want Star Wars to succeed. But Star, I think, I think Disney is still trying to find its way. There's with Star Wars. Yeah, they have to find a better way to deal with that franchise as they did marvel but well, that's because marvel's like, dealing yeah, with itself that's because marvel studios has now showed that it can do itself so disney's just like here you go make us money and call today so well, yeah because they were already yeah. doing it before but, but disney Star Wars doesn't even like have a studio themselves to be like right okay, they have to rely well they on do disney. but well yeah but that but lucasfilm was bought by disney yeah so, and they ousted the long st- you know they george lucas is no longer involved yeah because they—that's who they bought it from. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Elijah? On superhero fatigue, I—I I feel like the superhero genre as a whole is still viable. I feel like TV is still doing well with all their superhero shows, or else they wouldn't keep making them. <laughs> and I feel like there's still interesting stories to tell in TV, like they did with Black Lightning, like they do with The Flash. Like they had done with Arrow, there's still interesting stories to tell on TV. I just think that we need to, like, dial it back a little bit. No, I think we need to actually like take our time with the scripts and like look at the stories and be like, is this a story worth telling? As opposed to just like, okay, we're just going to pump out the same old stuff. Here's some boring topic. Well, X, people but, still yeah. people still show up for Arrow, so we're just going to rehash rehash everything. Well, and I think that maybe that's there's an element we'll of create some drama I, that doesn't make sense, especially in TV of stuff overstaying its welcome. Yeah, and that has absolutely been an issue historically, and not just with not just with uh, superhero stuff, but with anything that is successful on TV. It overstays its welcome. Oh. Like, oh, this thing is the so Simpsons. good. What? Oh, this show, this show is that was a low blow. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. I, later. I, I will, I will reference, I will reference how I met your mother on this. Yeah, as Him, that yeah. show was doing very, very well, and it was doing so well that that whatever network it was on did pulled it pulled something unprecedented and ordered three seasons, three seasons of a sitcom. Are you kidding me? So and so, it's it's one of those things where that show went from. They were obviously building to the end. They were laying down foundation work for the end, and then all of a sudden, they have to pad for three seasons. Yeah, and you can definitely. See and the show overstays its welcome. Uh, oh, that's it. Friends. Some theory. some people argue Friends does that. Um, yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise me if Big Bang They're Theory Big Bang suffers from no, that. No, Big Bang Theory is going to end. What is it? Next it's year? ending this year. Or this year, twenty. I thought it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, but that's it's it's the this filming. season. Yeah, um, no, it's this season that's on now. So it's the 2018, 2019 season. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so yes, yeah. technically, so yes, it is twenty nineteen. But like, there's shows that are doing clever things, like Legend of Tomorrow, which is taking time travel through superheroes that no one really cares about and all that, and throwing them into weird scenarios and making clever stories that are interesting that you really like these characters. Like as far as I, as far as it goes from like last year's shows, that was the best series of a show out there. Like it was that than the Flash, but that's because they did something in that show that I didn't like with one character. But that's it, of the Flash. But The Legend of Tomorrow was very consistent with being to the point, making a good story over arc throughout a season, and then finishing that story, and then leading you into something that might be particularly more interesting in the next season. So, I think that show has the potential to be one of the better shows out there because of all clever writing, different stories. You're not just doing hero needs to save the day, needs to save everybody from this one bad guy throughout the entire season, and everybody develops a relationship issues and so on and so forth within the teams. And 
different problems in team issues where like that's predictable and stuff whereas legends does a very good job of being different in every single like episode that's just where so i think there's still good stories to tell so i don't think that there's like major fatigue but i can i can understand where the television fatigue is coming from but as far as movies go there's not a fatigue at all in the superhero genre in movies what are your final cool. thoughts? I'm, I'm glad we got that cleared up. When Ken said about superhero fatigue, I thought about what happens when Batman gets tired of punching people. So <laughs> he, goes really, in, he goes really to the retirement home. <laughs> we got that cleared he's, up. Um, he's got but, a suit that just continues uh, looking for him. Like Ken, um, I enjoy all the movies that come out um, in anticipation for Infinity Wars. Uh, I stole all of Elijah's comic book hero movies and binge watch them so i knew everything that was going on enjoyed all of them but as far as the tv shows go i i don't really care yeah um i haven't watched a single one um i think the most of one i've ever seen was arrow and that was when we were at comic-con two years ago <laughs> so um I, I really don't yeah no i would you have seen part of arrow it was in one of our panels i no, i i they showed a clip of it i think we're all in a, in the same like on the same boat saying that like movie wise who you know it's not boring <laughs> tv wise it's i think it's a little already played out i think you know what i mean i think it's already watered down and i think the fatigue is happening it's happening now it's happening now it's happening all over the place right now and also we need more superhero video games but that's mostly because Marvel, Disney in general, doesn't know how to do video games. But I don't, I don't really want to get. That's a topic for a different time. A different time, a different day. And we now have an email account, which is thepostermen at gmail dot com, or you can follow us on Twitter at the postermen pod at Twitter. I think that's what it is. It's at the postermen pod. We probably do, want do to we get have that an, right. Do we have an Instagram what? as well? I don't have an Instagram. We, we, we probably I didn't get, get an Instagram. Right. It is. It's, the, it's at the postermen pod. Well. We will let you know. Okay, at the Posterman Pod, huh? Yeah. Uh, what's I just made. I oh, you're looking. I just made. I could show it to you right now on my telephone. I, I believe. And, and there was question marks at the end of your statement. We will have an Instagram so. coming soon. Uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, everything coming shortly, so and that you, you can ask us your questions. YouTube, and maybe. we'll get. Maybe you one can. of your movies, and you can pick one of your movies that you like, and we'll pick a guy of someone that emails us, and we can so, watch your movie. All right. In, in but for Twitter. right now, next week, we're going to watch the movie The Big Six, since it's my turn. Oh! And Tyler gets to come up with the topics. Um, at the last minute, Tyler. I will tell everybody. Sweet. Uh, is it Tyler's turn to do the topics, or is uh, it's Lewis's? It's Lewis's turn to do topics, isn't it? I, I don't know. Well, it, I... went, it went me doing the topics, then it went to Ken. What do you get? Yeah, you get so it's Lewis. Yeah, so it's oh, Lewis's. Lewis's. All right. Oh, okay. There we go. And with that, that, I will say, vaya con Dios. Till next time. Sayonara. Bye, everybody.